Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Niche Podcast about the one thing that I know something about game shows. I suppose I'm your host, Jordan Haas. Hello, Patreon. Welcome to Game Shows, I suppose, 2021. Our, our uh, game show podcast has stepped up to a new level with the same quality as the last episodes, as in me rambling into a microphone. But hey, what else is new? Uh, Perrier. That's what's new. Now I'm fancy. Used to be I would just be drinking regular water, but now I got the bubbly stuff because I'm fancy. What was that uh, song? The, the, the Megan the Stallion song? I'm a savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Acting stupid. What's happening? Bitch. What's happening? Bitch. Oh, my. Uh, I don't know why I'm getting so. This is the greed episode. It has nothing to do with Megan the Stallion whatsoever. It's a uh, classic game show of the 2000s. Uh, some people say a 90s game show, uh, but I think the original started in the year 2000. Uh, so, if you've never seen Greed before, well, before we get to Greed, let me just get a little bit of an origin story on uh, Greed the game show. Greed started in, I think, 2000. I think, like, mid, like, summer 2000. So, believe it or not, the show was created by Dick Clark. Uh, that's right, $100,000 Pyramid, New Year's Rockin' Eve, uh, American Bandstand, Dick Clark. And also, one of the most prominent names in all of game shows, modern day, by the way, Bob Bowden. Uh, if you don't know who Bob Bowden is, uh, he is on the Mount Rushmore of game show legends. He is a modern day game show god, essentially. Uh, sacrilegious as that might sound to him if he ever heard that. Uh, he is a legendary person. He's one of the brains behind putting USA reruns uh, back in the early 90s. He is a brain behind Game Show Network and Family Channel getting game shows. Basically, anytime you saw game show reruns, it's because of Bob Bowden. Game Show Network was put on the map because of Bob Bowden. The, that 2000 strip of all-time great game shows, such as Friend or Foe and Whammy and Russian Roulette, that's on Bob Bowden. You want to you you ever see the chase on GSN, the original one with Brooke Burns and Mark Labette? You think Bob Bowden? Bob Bowden has an eye for game show formats. Uh, he is of a master level to me when it comes to game shows. He has a fantastic library of game show memorabilia. So for him, this was a game show masterpiece. He's one of the people, if you've ever seen CBS daytime game shows of the 80s, you think Bob Bowden. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shows Do you thank Bob Bowden for. Uh, and Greed is one of them. He worked on that with Dick Clark. Now, um, Dick Clark will go on to host Winning Lines in the same time. Uh, Winning Lines was a UK game show that they decided to bring over to the Americas for a million-dollar prize because everything needed to have a million-dollar prize. Game shows, millionaire, we needed our new millionaire. Uh, but fun fact, this is going to be the, the shocking surprise uh, based on all the research I've had. 
Greed was not supposed to be a millionaire clone. This was not a how do we compete with millionaire? How do we beat millionaire? In fact, the pre the plot of Greed came out before Millionaire even made its way to the to UK. Uh, they were pitching this show with different names, actually. Uh, and it became a special on Fox because they basically wanted to have a big money game show. Basically, the Too Long Didn't Read version is they had this game show format and they pitched it to no, like, network. Uh, and then Fox, because they were in a desperate need to beat Millionaire, picked up this game show and tweaked it to be the big money game show that we know and love, and they renamed it Greed. Um, much like what they did with Millionaire, these were specials when it first started. They were, I think, maybe four episodes. They called it Greed, and it was like a special event show. Uh, and Dick Clark was just in the background. Bob Bowden was wrangling, and it's this big money game show. Uh, where unlike Millionaire, where it's a single player struggling, this is supposed to be a cooperative game. This is supposed to be like a Sabbath. The, the idea of the game was supposed to be as the money gets up, the pressure rises. But it's a, I think the original name was going to be called like Mutiny. It was going to be like a pirate theme uh, game show. Um, but I think I'm bullshitting that out of my ass. Uh, but it, it's supposed to be you would build up a treasure and then you would mutiny and go after the captain for their bounty. That was supposed to be what, what the premise was before it became this bank, dramatically lit, big money game show. Uh, but the idea was always supposed to be one person's the captain and everyone else's the crew answering questions to help them out to get a percentage of the pot. But at certain points, you could sabotage and collect a bigger piece of the bounty. Uh, and that would be what we now know as the Terminator rounds and all sort of set of rounds. So let's just quickly get to the... Um, we'll quickly get into some of the bad stuff. We'll just get rid of all the bad shit first before we appreciate how good the show is. Chuck Woolery. Uh, this was Chuck Woolery's biggest game show at, at that date. Because at the time, Chuck Woolery was doing... Who knows what? I Like, Love Connection was no longer on the air. Uh, they were really not picking up much other game shows. Uh, Chuck was, like, not Wheel of Fortune. People did say he was hard to work with even back then. But because they brought back Scrabble in the late 90s, they were like, well, we know who Chuck is. Let's bring him back for this. And that's also how we got the lingo job. Um, <clears throat> but Chuck is okay of a host. It's He clearly wanted to am amplify the dramatic parts of this, but he never really like figured out where the dramatic points were. It just felt, I will say this, Chuck Woolery was a shit host. He's a shit host on this. He's a shit host on almost anything because he never gives a fuck. When he doesn't give a fuck like Scrabble, it's good. When it's Wheel of Fortune, it feels lazy. When it's something like this, it's horrible. 
This is supposed to be a, we're supposed to bring the audience into the event. And barely does he ever bring up like, you know, you have $200,000 right now. This next one is going to double that. Uh, the category is this. Do you want none of that? He barely plays into the dramatic role other than when he needs to do a cash out. Here's a big prop money. Do you want to walk away moment? He's, he's really horrible. Now, apparently, according to other researchers, the original pitch was actually to get Gene Rayburn from Match Game to host this show, but he unfortunately passed away before uh, the show could air. So they went with Chuck Woolery instead because that's another iconic game show host. The idea of getting Chuck Woolery was simply put because they wanted an iconic game show host to fit the role because... Fox never didn't really have a talk show. It's not like ABC where you can get Regis because Regis and Kathy Lee. So for Fox to do greed, they had to go with an iconic game show host, and a legend. Now, Wink Martindale was available, um, but I think that he turned it down. Uh, you could have went with Bob Gowen. Bob Gowen is great. Tom Kennedy is great. Jeff Edwards was still around. But none of those people picked up Chuck did. And I... I'm trying to figure out why, other than just personal relationships. Uh, Dick Clark did not want to host this. Uh, and it's just, man, it's just really rough. It's a really rough uh, game with Chuck. But the weird thing is, uh, when I see it played in like fan events, it's played better. Everyone else is a better host than Chuck Woolery on this. Why? Because when there's a dramatic moment and it's like for $1 million, is it this? And there's that one moment. Because what I love about Greed is that there's always music playing in the background. It's always that do 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 Actually, let's play a bit of that music right now. Uh, just, just cause, cause I, cause ultimately Chuck Woolery sucks. He's a bad host and his politics of course suck nowadays, but no, he was just terrible at this. He's better at lingo. Cause he's like just back and doesn't give a shit. You need someone who's not a back of the wall day drinking host on greed. You want someone who can actually explain to the audience, the drama that's unfolding. And here. He's just saying, like, basic cliche game show catchphrases. This is TV's most dangerous game. Tonight, one player on one night can win over $2 million. That, that, that doesn't drag me into the show. It's a, uh, it, it should really feel like a, like a competitive game show. Is it all for one or one for all? Will cooperation be the key to a multi-million dollar jackpot? Welcome to the game where if you got the need, you got the greed or something like that. Just something to just drag people into the show. Um, but one thing I love about uh, greed is much like Weakest Link and much like uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, all of these game shows have one thing in common. They've always had a backing track in the background. Uh, and that's something I really love. Uh, because it adds a soundtrack to the game that's normally just like this. Hi, how are you? 
I'm great. Fantastic. But with a backing track in the background, I mean, game shows do it all the time with The Price is Right, for instance, or Wheel of Fortune when they have a prize queue, or when it's the uh, the speed round. They have that little backtrack, that do 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 But there's always a little bit of soundtrack. And Greed has a fantastic soundtrack. And I just want to just demonstrate how good that soundtrack is. Um, because it, to me, that's, that's what's cool about it. So for $500,000 of these eight animated television shows, which four has aired on Nickelodeon under its Nicktoons moniker, Powerpuff Girls, Rocco's Modern Life, Adventure Time, the Legend of Korra, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ben 10, Phineas and Ferb, though Loud House. Now you have a freebie. You can use it or not. All right, well, you locked in Rocco's Modern Life, Legend of Korra, Ninja Turtles, and the Loud House. Is the Loud House right? That's right. Is Rocco's Modern Life correct? Legend of Korra is correct. It all comes down to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If this is correct, you got $500,000. So, for $500,000, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the correct answer? Doo-doo-loop. Hey, you won! Do-do-do-do-do-do. Boop-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop. Boop-boop-boop-boop-do-do-do. Anyway, it just keeps going from there. Uh, just something about that dramatic pause where they just go no sound and just it's dead air makes it a very dramatic focal point to the show that I also really enjoy. Anyway, let's get to the gameplay. If you never see Greed before, and it's a game show that's nearly 20 years old, so odds are you haven't. Uh, it starts like this. In the original version, uh, it was six uh, people. And there would be a numerical answer, like uh, how many number one hits does this one band have? Or uh, how many miles is it from San San Diego to Los Angeles? It's always something between zero and 999. Uh, Everyone would secretly like down on a keypad what they think the number is and then lock it in. And whoever's closest to that correct answer is the captain of Greed. And then we go down the line to determine who's in seat one, seat two, seat three, and seat four. Who are the crewmates on this captain ship? And whoever is furthest away is eliminated from the game altogether. And that becomes your team for agree. We're down to five. Now we play the game. There are eight questions in greed. The first four are single answer. The back half is when it's played for the big bucks. Basically, the first four questions are getting to know the contestants, and they're basically for $25,000 a piece. Because uh, it's $25,000, $50,000, $75,000, and $100,000. Uh, 
each one of these questions is basically like an easy multiple choice question similar to what you would see in millionaire but don't ever say millionaire just say multiple choice question we know what you're talking about the catch to this show is that while the contestant are the crew members i'm going to say crew members from here on out and the captain even though it's not a captain and a crew they just call it a team i'm going to say captain and the crew member the crew's job is to basically answer the questions, and the captain's job is to basically accept or decline each of the answers. If they decline, they can come up with their own. Uh, but if they decline, they can't decline and then pick that same answer. Uh, so it becomes this really uh, stressful moment. Uh, so the first four questions are basically like, hey, let's get to know so-and-so from, from Irvine, and let's get to know so-and-so from Apple Valley, and hey, how's Culver City treating you, and hey, you're from Ohio, that's not California. Uh, and it's always like really simple questions like, um, what would you do with a uh, grapefruit? Do you eat it? Do you play with it like an f- instrument? Do you wear it like a hat? Or do you smoke it? It's it's a grapefruit. You eat it. All right. Do you accept? Eat it. I do. For 25000 do you eat it? Yes, you do. All right. Everyone has 25000 So, Captain, you can stop now and split that $25,000 five ways so everyone gets $5,000 or we can keep playing. All right. Let, do you have the need for greed? Because that's your, your catchphrase. Do you have the need for greed? Like need for speed. Yeah, need for greed. All right, for $50,000, here's your question. Um, uh, what is the name of Arthur Fonzarelli's nickname on Happy Days? The Fonz, the Mons, the Cons, the Dons. I think it's the Fonz. Hey, is it Fonz? Hey, you're right. You got 50000 You want to go on for 75000 And we just keep going. Uh, So all four people get introduced. The captain, we've already got to know him before the $25,000 question because we got a little quick introduction. And after the fourth question, hey, everyone has $100,000. So now everyone has $20,000. Captain, you want to stop there with with, with the $100,000 pot or do you want to double it for $200,000? Now, in this stage of the game, we need four correct answers. Each of your teammates must supply one of those answers. It'll be up to you to the accept or decline once we're done. Uh, first one is, I believe, uh, out of f- five, I think. And then it becomes six, seven, and then eight. No, no, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. It's, uh, it's six because we had five on the $100,000 question. It's six, seven, eight nine ten it's no wait it's I, i'm i'm losing track as it's i know it's six seven eight because the fun one's gonna be ten uh i think it's six seven uh it's gonna be it's six uh seven eight and then nine, I think. I always thought there was ten, but I, I, I'm maybe that's because we rarely get to question eight. Uh, so, uh, 
once you like say you want to go on for two hundred thousand, uh, then game, question six is for five hundred thousand, then a million, then two million. So if logically speaking, a two million dollars uh, split five ways is four hundred thousand apiece, uh, which is great. Uh, but there's just one small problem when it comes to this thing. After question four, if you decide to have the need for greed, well, uh, there's something really wrong. Oh yes, the Terminator. A random light generator will pick one of the five players on stage and make a decision. Do you want to keep the team as it is? Or do you want to challenge one of the players for their share of the pot? That means instead of getting 20%, you're getting 40. Just to make things even more intense, you'll get $10,000 no matter what happens. So even if you duel and you're wrong, you still got some cash guaranteed. But the problem with this is, if you decide to fight, one player will stay around, the other one will leave with nothing. Of course, you get a 15,000 guarantee. If you, if you decide to duel in the Terminator, one question, one sudden death question will be in the air. You buzz in with the correct answer, you stay alive. You buzz in incorrectly, you're out of the game. You can challenge the captain for control of the game as well, making for interesting dialogue. So, uh, for for your share of the pot. Oh, we're randomizing. Oh, we're randomizing. What's gonna be it? Whoa, Nelly. Uh. Oh, who's it gonna be? Oh, it's so randomized. Oh, it's me. Anyway, uh, the Terminator is basically what would make the game more cutthroat because it happens after every question. Uh, you decide to go on. There's a category. You decide you feel need for greed. A Terminator pops up. You can keep the team as it is or you can uh, fight. Typically, the captain will either attack the weakest member of their team to get their share uh, if it's one of the weaker players who is one of the crew members, they would either go for the captain or go for a weak member. Uh, but some of the time, there are people with a compassionate heart who say, actually, I want to keep the team as it is because I don't know any of the answers in this next category. And then we move on to the question. Uh, question five is, of course, like I just said, for 200000 If they nail it, you have $200,000 to split. Do you want to stop or do you want to play for half a million, 500000 you want to stop there? You want to play for $1 million. And then we have the final one, which is for $2 million. That's the final question. Now, uh, there was a gimmick called Super Greed. Uh, in Super Greed, uh, it was $1 million, $2 million, and $4 million in the final rounds instead of 5, 1, and 2. I never understood the appeal of Super Greed other than throwing money at a fire. Uh it's okay of a format, I guess, but uh, it's it's greed. Now, the, the this whole final part is actually kind of fun because now we go down the line and each of the players 
explains why they chose a certain answer in their thought process. So it's like, well, my son likes this, so it's probably this. I've never heard of this, so I'm guessing I'm saying this. And then the captain, well, those are your four. Do you want to change any of the answers? Now, I know what you're saying. Well, what if a mutiny happens and it becomes four or three or two? Well, then the captain has to go last and pick one of the four answers. And they have to deliver an answer. Now, once it becomes a little multiple uh, and it's like th- it becomes like three people left, it becomes crew member one, crew member two, captain, and then a fourth one decided on by the captain. Uh, do you accept or do you want to decline? And then we keep playing from there. Uh, it, it, it's really uh, interesting uh, sometimes you will get to hear like, oh, they have 40,000, they have 70,000. Uh, but usually if they fail on a question, oh no, the game's over. You all get nothing except for the so-and-so who did the battle. They got $10,000. All right. Thanks for, thanks for watching greed everybody. Bye-bye. Uh, and that becomes the show. Uh, I, I kind of like the final round because it's of a big group list, find the four. But at the same time, I dislike the fact it's just name four, if that makes sense. I, I, it kind of reminds me a bit of, of uh, Wipeout in a certain way. And it's like, oh, well, I don't know. Oh. Uh, but in in same time, I also like the fact that there is this bit of mutiny on board. I kind of like the idea of a team game where you can form a mutiny and uh, go after the captain. But uh, Greed barely hangs into that. They kind of focus on the, uh, do you want to stay in play or you want to walk away? And no one ever really wants to walk away with the money because uh, they usually feel like, I got to go on that there's not a lot of risk-taking. There's not a lot of people willing to walk away with half a million dollars on this show. Why? Most likely because they realize they're only getting maybe 40% of that. So they're only really getting like 80 grand. And they're thinking, well, I can make double if I get the next one right. So I might as well keep playing. Uh, Which becomes a uh, fault of greed. Another fault of the show uh, is a couple of the lifelines. Now, I brought the freebie earlier. A freebie uh, is their one and only life pass. If they decide they don't know an answer to a question, the captain can use the freebie and eliminate one of the incorrect answers, uh, making it so it's out of five or six or seven instead of the normal ones that are at the question. Of course, it could be the most obvious wrong answer. You never know. Uh, Another assist comes in the form of a walkout. Uh, once a few of the questions show up and there's one left, uh, Chuck would bring in a prop money and say, hey, buddy, I know we're playing for $500,000, but here's $50,000 that you can split so everybody can get like 15000 Do you want to take the 15000 or do you want to walk away? And no one ever takes it. No one ever takes the, the guaranteed low money. In the last questions, they, play, they, they try and offer a temptation of a car in, like, money. 
It's like, this is a brand new Jaguar. We put money in the back for gas. And it's great. Buy, go, don't you want the car? Do you want the million dollars? Huh? It just... It, it doesn't work. Uh, but what I love... I it's like It's a love-hate relationship with the show. Chuck is not a good fit. The game itself, it's two different game shows. It's a multiple-choice millionaire... And it's a team-based hot potato or trivia trap or wipeout uh, in a way of, of the list, name the four. Uh, that makes it a little dramatic, but the same way, it's just throwing money into a fire. It's just throw money into a fire of the game show. I do wish there... I mean, I do like the fact they're all strangers and there's a sabotage. To me... That's the appeal I love. I love the idea of there's a captain and you have to make the team happy and you could walk away or they can mutiny and take you out. I love that in this game. I just wish it was better utilized with more higher stakes maybe or because it just seems like the incentivize of here's 10 grand if you want to take it no matter what. It just feels like a guaranteed sure thing to just go for it. If you take the if the Terminator Ramley chooses you, you should as much as you would want the team to continue because everyone's equal. Oh, we're friends. Statistically and mathematically and game theory wise, it's in your best interest to take the guarantee and take a battle. Because if you battle, you get ten thousand dollars. If you lose, if you win, you get ten thousand and a chance at more. And even if they get the next question wrong or the question after that wrong or the question after that wrong, you still got $10,000. And considering the walkaway money is like 20 grand and that's like four grand each, you're already making up with a net benefit more than what they're they're telling you to walk away with. In a way that just says, hey, go for the money. Uh, so uh, as much as I love greed uh, in terms of that muni aspect, like that's all I, I dislike. I like the. To me, this show could really be revived. I do. I do think the show could be revived in some level. When they brought it back as Greed the series, they dropped the six-player randomized thing and just randomly picked one to be the leader, and everyone else is the crew. I hate that as an idea. I kind of like the idea of, hey, here is your team for Greed, and that determines the value. Uh, I kind of wish there was like a way to make it somewhat like Millionaire and somewhat like Greed. Like, um, like for me, I would say uh, if it was if it was me playing Greed, if I had to make like the brand new, all new Greed, I would make it so. Uh, Round one, instead of, you start with six, right? You start with six, and you have a qualifying mini quiz, like three questions or two questions, and it basically determines who the captain is. Uh, and then the captain basically determines uh, the order. Because it's like, here's how many people got the answers right. So, hey, here's, these three have four out of five. This one got three out of five. This one got two out of five. Which one do you want to drop out? Because the captain gets to choose. And this is your team for greed. All right. And then you play it so it is... Uh, 
I will say out of eight questions, just like the original. Uh, but we start with one and three, like it's or or maybe one and two. Let me let me do mathematically: two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then it'd be nine questions, huh? Maybe I'll do nine questions. I have to refix the entire uh, format though. Uh, so you come up with your nine, nine questions, uh, and out of your team of five, the idea is basically you keep building your pot. The idea is you just keep building the pot throughout the entirety of the show. That's all we care about. Uh, so at the end of the entire game, uh, all the money left over is yours. Of course, there will be one final question that will be a, a zero added to the end to make it a big money final round. So your eighty thousand could your eight hundred thousand could be eight. Well, it would be eighty thousand, be eight hundred thousand. Because my original idea was like make it like five thousand, ten thousand, double the money with each passing question, but increase the value of each multiple choice. So five thousand dollars on this question with three possible answers, 10,000 with four, 20,000 with five, 40,000 with six, 80,000, just keep going from there. All the way down to the final question, which is for 10 with 10 possible answers. The difference of this is instead of pick the list of four, it is simply put, there's one out of these 10 that match. So of these top 10 singles, which is the only one to last the longest on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. Of these eight children's novels, which one was made the earliest? Something like that would be the, the questions. There is no need for greed aspect of the show. However, uh, at different focal points, there is that Terminator. And the Terminator will set you off, and there's four points in the game. I was setting it for every two questions because at question two, four, six, and then finally at eight, making the final times 10 question, a single player could possibly do it. Uh, and it becomes a walk away free stick and stick and twist situation. But I, I, I guess I'm it's I wrote everything down. I re, like I'm not kidding, folks. I like I actually said like, hey, what if we do a mini quiz to determine the captain and then the crew? And then you start with the double, the double the value, and you add one incorrect answer with each passing question uh, to make it a little harder on the team. And it becomes a, the one player becomes the answer. Uh, with the gimmick being, by the way, the captain has 100% of the bank and is divvying up like Shark Tank the percentages. So then when the Terminator shows up, someone who might have 0% and never has been picked could actually mutiny, be the quiet one, knock out the captain, take home the biggest bank. Or it could be something else. So it's no longer evenly split five ways. It becomes, it's all on the captain and the captain is like, do you want to answer this yourself or do you need help with the team? Oh, I'll ask so-and-so. Uh, I would want 20%. I would want 30%. Uh, I would want 40%. And becomes kind of sell us the answer. Uh, and you can pick 
all or none of the people. Of course, once you pick a player, uh, the percentages is throughout the rest of the show. So there is a chance you could do 50-50, and then it becomes very uh, bad. Of course, this is what makes greed very fun, is if they say something a little too heavy for you and you're the captain, you can shut them down and they could be out of the game right then and there. Uh, so it becomes more of a, you can be greedy, but not too greedy that the captain says no thank you. Uh, so you can go 5%, 10%, 20%, and they'll sound fine, 25%. Hey, you know, it's fourth of it. That we're four people. It's It makes sense. Uh, or you can go into the even more incentive of like, look, we're playing for like, we already have like $60,000 in the bank. I just want 25000 That's so-and-so, ba-ba-ba. Uh, and keep going from there. So that way when it reaches that final question, hey, do you want to walk away, Captain, or do you want the need for green on one final all-or-nothing question, by the way? Uh, and that's what becomes the show. So now there's no $10,000 guarantee the, the, the basically incentivizes you want to have the captain's seat if you want a mutiny, or do you want to sit tight and see what happens and lay on lay low and see what happens? Uh, so it's more of a social game in addition to a trivia game. Because I think that's the thing that was missing in Greed originally. Uh, and I would just call it mutiny. I, I, I just think something about mutiny being a very fun term and also just it being about the captain and the crew answering questions. Uh, just something about it feels like it could work. I got to now double check here and play the calculator game. Hang on. Let me, because uh, I, I just said times 10 in the uh, final round. So calendar time. Here we go. Calculator. So we have 5,000 on question one. Now, if you're wrong, nothing happens. Just assume, oh, you, you screwed up. So, let's see here. 5,000, question one. 10,000, question two. Plus 20,000, plus 40,000. We're already at 75,000. Plus 80,000, plus $160,000. All right, and then plus 320,000. All right, and then, yeah, you can get over, look, you can pitch as you can make over $6 million. Look at that, $6.35 Wow, that's a lot of money. 5, 10, 20, 40, 80, 160, 320, 640. I guess that's your values on greed. Maybe I will make a rule of because of how high those final values are. If you screw up, you can't play for that. You just keep playing for the same amount. But then you might as well just make it a certain amount to make it clean. Because um, if because uh, uh, three hundred twenty thousand is a little too high, but I mean like that, that's a weird number to split three ways. But, hmm, I got to think that through now. I got to think that mathematically through. Oh, well, so uh, Greed, it's a fun game show. It's a very high stakes, very dramatic game show. Uh, at the end of its lifespan, they basically gimmick the show by doing million-dollar moments where past contestants have a chance at a million dollars and have a million-dollar question and a million-dollar moment. 
if they're right, they get a million dollars in the hope to hype the show up. And it didn't work. Um, your reasons why the show didn't last one, uh, Fox really wanted to push the show at, almost like they did millionaire with like eight nights a week of greed. Uh, and it didn't really work. Uh, two, uh, the ratings were dropping on greed slightly. It wasn't like a huge cl- uh, collapse, but uh, when greed is up against survivor, Sur- survivor is going to win. Uh, when it's up against big brother, big brother is going to win. Uh, so the reality shows basically took down greed. And then uh, after greed, uh, is basically when Fox decided to try their hands at reality shows. And that became your laundry list of shows such as Temptation Island, uh, Boot Camp, and uh, Joe Millionaire, among others. Uh, so reality television is what got rid of greed. But at the end, greed was a very fascinating game show. There is something in it that works. Uh, it's a format that is really cool. It's a format that uh, really was the epitome of 2000s game show. While people will point to Millionaire because that's what started the big money game show trend of the late 90s, early 2000s, you should point to Greed by the aesthetic that it showed. Dark set, big vault of money, throwing money at the wind, caution, uh, weird lifelines and rules in a way that makes it probably one of the epitomes of 2000's game show uh, before anyone even knew. Should greed be revived? I don't know. I, I, I'm, leaning, I'm one who leans towards no, but there are a lot of people who really have nostalgia for the show now because it's 20 years old at this point. Uh, and they just like the soundtrack and they love that game and they just want to see some form of it return. Personally, I think if they're going to revive it, they'll probably go back to the original format. Uh, keep going through the uh, eight questions and $2 million prize. Uh, socially distance all the contestants and pick someone that's not Chuck Wallery to host. Uh and if that's the case, it might be fun. I suggest, uh, I'm throwing this out there. Hi. I'm throwing this out there. Uh, if you're going to do that, uh, I say throw money to the wind. And I mean really throw money at greed. First question is for 25. 50,000 for question two. 100,000 for question three. And a quarter million dollars for question uh, four. And then you get to that back half. You already got a quarter million dollars. And you have your five contestants. So already everyone is 50000 And then you go for the final four questions. So it's half a million, one million, two million. And then you make it five million. You don't go four. I get it. You want to double it. Go five million. Make it the hugest cash prize in game show history. Five million dollars. Why? Because no one on earth is going to walk away after having a million dollars to go for maybe two million on a on a gamble. 
So you're never really that far out, but you are giving away a potential million dollars along the way. Uh, you And then you have your term air questions for $25,000 guarantee, no matter what happens. And you uh, go from there. You make the numerical guesses anywhere from any number. So it's no longer zero from a thousand. You can now, because of touchscreen technology, go into the millions, go into the dozens, go for 4,000, and go from there. But make it so if you're going to bring back greed, just throw money at it, just like you did back in the day, uh, and get a better host than Chuck Woolery. Because if you bring back greed, I got to think who would be a good host for greed. It has to be someone higher energy and someone that's like, that would be like, this is a serious game show. Um, Because you basically need a a set the stage. Uh, You can't get Terry Crews. He's already done Millionaire. You can't get Cedric. He's already done Millionaire. Uh... But you need someone who has that that prolific name uh, to throw at it. Uh, so that way, when you're playing for 25, 50, we double it to 100, then quarter million on single answer questions. You already have four questions, and you're already at a quarter million dollars. Hey, do you want to risk $50,000 for, for, for half a million dollars for a potential $5 million payday? Okay. And then you start your game from there. because I th- And then you have your little display of how much each person has. You explain like, so-and-so has, is playing, or we're playing for a million dollars on question six. This is already for a million dollars. And so-and-so has $300,000. And so-and-so has two hundred. You You would actually finally pull people in to understand like, hey, the captain has more money than everyone else. <laughs> Something about that would work, in my mind. Uh, so, if you are going to do greed, better host, change the set to make it look very uh, spooky. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say vaporwave, but almost like you're just recording this through space light, chase lights, a lot of. Uh, when chase lights, you know, those little like light grids, those little icicles. I think. Uh, Something that screams like, uh, I, I think if you're going to go greed, you shouldn't do bank heist, even though I think that's what they really wanted to do for greed. I think you should just go for pirate. Go for something that looks like a pirate mutiny game show uh, and have it be so when there's a Terminator and then the light shines on somebody, it's like a blinding white light. And you can do a fade to white effect so they enter the Terminator arena to determine who stays on the show. Something about that would be perfect on greed. Uh, and then you might have, like, it might be a cool thing to see. I, if you're going to bring back greed, I think you should just throw money at it. And I mean millions of dollars at it. That's why I'm saying $5 million. Not super greed with where it was like two hundred thousand goes to one million, two million, four no. You ease into it, so it's twenty-five for question one, fifty for question two, one hundred thousand on question three. Three questions, you're already at a hundred thousand dollars. 
Question four is a quarter million dollars. You already have a quarter million dollars split five ways. Then we get to that back half, half a million dollars, one million dollars, two million dollars on question seven, and instead of four, five million dollars. And it's still the same dramatic questions, which of these uh, nine American Idol winners, which ones have won a Grammy, something like that. Uh, to, to really market home the dramaticness of the show. I think if you write the questions correctly, this could still work as a dramatic game show. Uh, and then what I would do is I would make sure to have it be uh, a secret walk away. So... Uh, Instead of the, uh, hey, here's like $20,000. If you want to leave, you can split it five ways. Uh, you have it be like, hey, here is $25,000. Uh, you can, if anyone wants it, you can take it and leave the game right now. Uh, you leave, you lose your share, but uh, you get 25000 So that way it becomes a secret vote. So that way someone can self-eliminate from the game instead of just like, uh, in, instead of waiting for a Terminator. So they walk away, they got 25,000, 50,000, 100,000. Uh, you, you throw money at it. So it's like, okay, you have 25,000, you're guaranteed money. Who else wants 25,000? Who else wants 50,000? Or you go with the modern game show. Who wants a hundred thousand dollars to walk away from a two million dollar question? If you were right on this, you would be getting eight hundred thousand. But you have a hundred thousand right now. If you're wrong, you lose all of it. So, would you like a hundred thousand dollars? Something about that would make it very dramatic. And because of that little beat point of who's going to take it, you can actually. Do the, the game show, we'll find out if you're right when we come back. Because the format point isn't going to be, are you right, we'll find out when we come back. It's, will anyone take the money, we'll find out when we come back. So, hey, we're back, $100,000. You could have Googled the answer and know if they're right or wrong. But by the time you come back, you would see that, oh, two people have decided to walk away. Well, they were going to split the 100000 so it's 50-50. Uh, so that means that their both shares are now put into a group pot. So now there's two people left. They're playing 50-50 or 60-40 or whatever they're going to say. It. Let's find out if they're right. Oh, they were right. They should have stayed on. Oh, well, thanks for your 50000 You got 50000 Bye. Go away. Bye-bye. And we keep going from there. Uh, because that I think you need those dramatic points in the show. If it's one thing greed needs, it's more dramatic points and more storytelling. And I don't mean storytelling like, let's get the sob stories. What would you do if you won $100,000 or a million dollars? No, you need to have like pull to the audience like, these are a bunch of strangers. They don't know each other, but they have to work together if they want to split $5 million. The biggest treasure in game show history. Something about that will make it dramatic and will make the show work. But of course... What's to say? Knowing uh, how Fox is, they'll just make it a strip show, make it like a million dollars and call it a day because they don't want to afford to give away a million dollars to one person. 
but you can't afford to give away a million dollars to multiple people and split that up. Personally, I think you should just go big or go home. If this is greed, throw money at it. Because if you throw money at it, it becomes million dollars in a gun. And I think that's the drama you want to have with the show. You don't want divided. You want this to be, are you serious right now? You're going to walk away? Or are you serious? You're going to go for it? No, you have a million bucks. There's no need. And unfortunately, with modern game shows, you should probably throw caution to the wind and just go for it. That's why you make it the world's most dangerous game, Greed. Of course, knowing Fox, if they bring back Greed, coming up on Greed, they're going to play for $4 million. But will the captain screw up? I don't know politics. Find out after this. Because it's a Fox game show 2020. <sighs> anyway, I like Greed. Greed's fun. Greed is good, but not great. Also, greed brings out the evils in everybody, but that's all right. That's going to do it for us here on Game Shows, I suppose. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, good night and big smooch. Mwah!